There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And then the question is, well, should you turn into a monster? And the answer to that is, yes, you should. But you should do it voluntarily and not accidentally. And you should do it with the good in mind rather than falling prey to it by possession, essentially. Nietzsche said, if you look into an abyss for too long, you risk having the abyss gaze back into you, right? The idea is that if you look at something monstrous, you have a tendency to turn into a monster. And people are often very afraid of looking at monstrous things exactly for that reason. When you looked in the mirror and looked at yourself, you might run away screaming because you'd have a revelation of just exactly what the human being is capable of. And that's a very unpleasant revelation and also one of the things that stops people from being enlightened because that revelation of the evil of the self is part of the journey to enlightenment and an early part. But a good person isn't harmless. A good person is capable of anything, but is willing to hold that in abeyance. If you're harmless, you're not virtuous. You're just harmless. You're like a rabbit. A rabbit isn't virtuous. You just can't do anything except get eaten. It's not virtuous. If you're a monster and you don't act monstrously, then you're virtuous. But you also have to be a monster. You know, part of Jung's contention was, well, you had to understand yourself as a monster if you were ever going to maintain some control over the fact that you are, in fact, a monster and that that could come forth if the situation is correct. Nietzsche commented on that a fair bit. He um, thought of most morality as cowardice, not because morality itself was cowardice, but because most people who are cowards disguise their cowardice as morality and they claim that their harmlessness which is actually a consequence of their fear and inability to be harmful say or to be dangerous is actually a sign of their moral integrity and that's a really bad idea if you're an axe murderer but you don't have an axe that doesn't mean that you're moral so that's the persona and the persona is the mask that you wear and that's what persona means is the mask that you wear to convince yourself and the world that you're not a terrible monster so that when you look at yourself in the mirror you don't have to run away screaming 
I can stumble up towards the light, you know, insofar as I've been able to master my darkest self and to contemplate what that might be and to decide that that isn't where I'm going, no matter what. It's like, well, I don't want to be a monster. Okay, well, how much of a monster are you? Well, you need to contemplate your own malevolence because that helps you understand who you are and who you could be. And you could be something absolutely brutal and terrible. So you need to contemplate your own malevolence so that you understand who you are. And that means you have to contemplate malevolence as such because you're not only who you are, you're who you could be for better or worse. And I actually think it's, I think it's a lot easier to start to understand who you could be if you were better, if you deeply understand who you could be if you were worse, and who you might be to the degree that you're blind to that worse presently. So you think, oh my God, I could be that malevolent, a force for ill. That's horrible, but highly compelling and plausible given my understanding of my own character. I'm way deeper on the negative end than I thought, much more closely aligned with the forces of hell than I presumed. That's easy to swallow factually, right? You think, yeah, there's evidence for that. It's not so easy to swallow emotionally. It's, it's a bitter pill to say the least. And so I don't think that you can contemplate the good without contemplating the evil first. I don't think it has the depth. You know, they say that fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. It's, it's something like that necessary fear. It's like, well, I don't want to be a monster. Okay, well, how much of a monster are you? I'm as monstrous as I have been, so that's on me, conscience-wise, but like, I'm also the same being that's been as monstrous as any being throughout history. Nothing human is foreign to me. Lots of my clients, my clinical clients, are too agreeable. And um, they're generally women, because women are more agreeable than men, but not always, because I've had agreeable men as clients as well. And what happens is they, they're resentful and, and they don't know how to stand up for themselves. And it's because they're very compassionate by nature. And so if you're entering into a negotiation with them, they'll let you win. Well, that's not so good, because you know, you need to win too especially if you're in an organization of adults where there's, there's a struggle, right? With, when you have kids, you can let them win, especially infants, you're like you have to let them win. And that's partly why compassion is so necessary. But as a, as a basis for negotiation between adults, it's like, sorry, it's, it's insufficient. You have, to, you have to be a bit of a monster so that you can say no. Well, let's toughen you up. You know, let's put you in a position where you can bargain. Let's teach you how to assert yourself and stand up for yourself and that's assertiveness training and it's a huge chunk of psychotherapy and you need to you need to learn it it's like because part of how you regulate your interactions with other people is to negotiate and you cannot negotiate unless you can say no you can't do it and it causes conflict to say no and if you don't like conflict which is basically the definition of being agreeable then you can't tolerate the conflict and so then you can't negotiate on your own behalf and so then you keep losing and you're bullied and you know it's it's not good then you get resentful and and it's really not good so you have to develop your inner monster a little bit and and then that makes you a better person not a worse person it's weird it's weird but but that's just how it is. If you've been victimized, you're naive and you've been victimized. The way out of that is to no longer be naive and to no longer be victimized. And that means that you, you see this reflected in the Harry Potter idea, for example, that the reason that Harry Potter can withstand Voldemort is because he's got a piece of him. 
or he's been touched by it. And the way that you, the way that you keep the psychopaths at bay is to develop the inner psychopath so that you know one when you see one, right? And then, but that's a voluntary thing. It's, it's, it's so it's like a, it's like a, a set of tools that you have at your disposal, which is full knowledge of evil. And there's this old idea that if you look into the darkness enough, you'll find something that compensates for it, right? That emerges right. out of the darkness that's greater and more powerful than the darkness. And that part, part of the looking into the dark side of you yourself is you find the power that enables you to deal with mortality. If they've been yeah. coddled and their ambition has been squelched and everything about them that's aggressive has been shamed out of existence, that's part of that attraction of that dark fantasy, right? And then they yeah. see that aggression manifesting itself and in a creative form. It's not surprising yeah. that they're going to try to imitate that. It's part of that desire to bring that shadow out of the shadows and into the light. There's two pathways to the development of the shadow and they're tightly allied with one another. Um, the fundamental pathway is truth, and that's to face the bitter truth about yourself. But to break that down more particularly, you might think about that as the capacity to observe your own resentment. You're going to be resentful and bitter in many situations because you don't get what you want. And if you watch that resentment and bitterness, you'll see that it produces fantasies that can be unbelievably dark. And that can be very frightening and you might not want to admit to yourself that you're actually capable of having fantasies like that or impulses like that or aggressive feelings like that. But the thing is, is that if those aggressive feelings and impulses and fantasies are integrated into your character, it's like you're opening up a dialogue with a part of yourself that can be very forceful and strong and dangerous. And it's really useful to be dangerous because if you can, if you can be dangerous, you often don't have to be you know, or you're oppressing yourself, then you got to notice that you're feeling oppressed. Then you have to notice that you're feeling resentful, re resentful and, and, and angry and bitter. And then you have to decide what it is that you need to do in order to remove from yourself that bitterness. And that's usually means that there's something that you have to say. And then you have to say it because your soul depends on it. And not only does your soul depend on it, I would say the fate of the world depends on it because you know, you might be wrong and then you should be straightened out. Maybe you're just being whiny and you have to talk to somebody about that. But it may be that you're actually detecting something wrong, some tyranny that's directed towards you and other people. And it's like your moral obligation to speak up about it. And so many workplaces become toxic, to use a terrible cliche, because the people in them won't speak up for what they actually want or they speak up too late and then they're all twisted up about it. and. And, you know, they're torturing other people because they're so unhappy and so forth and so on. So, practical approach for developing your shadow fundamentally is radical honesty. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.